Welcome, everybody, to the Pastor Mike Drop Podcast. I am so excited to welcome you here. A lot of people have been working really hard behind the scenes to put this uh, adventure, and I think it's an adventure, don't you, Emily? Yeah. This adventure together. Uh, I have never done a podcast before. Uh, Emily, have you ever done a podcast before? No. By the way, everybody, this is Emily Langpaul. Hello. Hi, how are you today? Good, how are you? Emily will be joining me as my co-host on this podcast. Uh, she is uh, somebody who, you grew up in this church, right? Yes, yeah, since fifth grade. Since fifth grade. And now, what do you do? That's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> I lead our youth and family ministry. So everything here at Hope for ages zero through 18, that's Hope Kids, Power Life, Ignition, One Body, all the events in between, VBS, My goodness. fun things. So, so that's a huge amount of people, isn't it? And we're talking, how many students do you think that is? Thousands and thousands? Yes, thousands every week. My goodness. And then kids are connected to parents too, right? Yeah. So ministry isn't just for kids, it's, it's for their parents as well. It's Absolutely. A family affair. Yes, it is. Well, that's good. Emily, you are married to the wonderful Chris. Yes. Right? And you guys have three kids. Yes, we do. Ella, Lily, and Brock. They are four, three, and one. Awesome. They're great. And Chris, your husband, will be joining us in an upcoming po- podcast. Yes, with your wife, Sally. With my wife, Sally. It's Spouse's Day. Yeah. Uh, we have it planned, and I can't wait for that one. Mm-hmm. They, they will be assimilated. Res- <laughs> resistance is futile. Yeah, right. We wanted to introduce this podcast to you today uh, and let you know we're excited to share some time with you. So we invite you to come along for the journey. Uh, we're going to, each time we do this, we're going to have a, a format because this is important for pastors to stay on time. Yes, it is. <laughs> Preachers. Um, so we're going to have this thing called uh, a two-minute drill after mm-hmm. we introduce our guests each time. And then, so we'll do that here in a moment. Mm-hmm. We'll have five questions in two minutes each just to keep on topic and to keep things moving. And then we'll do a deeper dive uh, into something each time, and then we'll have the mic drop moments at the end. So... Uh, a fast-paced conversation about first-order kinds of questions and issues in life. So with that, Emily... Let's do it. It is time for... Two-minute drill. (laughs) Yes, it is. Two-minute drill. Here we go. Okay, the first question, what's the story with this church called Hope? That is is a really um, good question. And a two-minute answer, right? Yeah. (laughs) I'm going to try. Okay, here we go. So Lutheran Church of Hope is a God thing through and through from start to finish. Mm. We already talked about how each of us have been surprised by what God has done around here yeah. uh, for us individually, but also I, I know that we would agree collectively too. Mm-hmm. Uh, this church has grown from the smallest Lutheran church in Iowa to the biggest church in Iowa, uh, and that is nothing we take credit for. We give God mm-hmm. all the glory for that. I saw how far I could take this church as a leader about uh, two or three months in. I hit a wall. Uh, things weren't going great. Mm. And I uh, was humbled, long story short, surrendered the whole church to God uh, in a way I thought I'd been doing, but hadn't really authentically done. Mm. And so I let it go. Uh, I said, God, I've seen how far I can take this church. It's a train wreck waiting to happen. Um, I'm not connecting with the people who are here. There were some folks who were here for two years before I got here, a real faithful pastor who took a call to a new church in Minnesota, another church in Minnesota. So he left. Um, there was a lot of talk about shutting Hope down at the time because they were having a hard time finding a place to meet. 
Um, there were 15 or 20 people who were faithful and wanted to try again. They, they talked those who had the power to make the decision into sticking with it. And they restarted the church, and that's when I got the call to come here. Um, and when I showed up, I thought, okay, this is going to be great. It'll be really fun. And maybe someday we'll be a church of four or 500 people. Hmm. Uh, I really, that was the big dream. And I was ready to go, and it just wasn't going at all. Uh, and I, that's when I got humbled. And I said, God, I would like to see where you can take this church. So the story of this church called Hope is a God-blessed, God-authored story. And 25-plus years later, we just celebrated our 25th anniversary. Mm-hmm. Um, it has been a really incredible ride, and I'm so blessed uh, to be here. But that said, I'm even more excited for the next 10. Yeah, We've got a new vision called 10 for 10, 10 goals for the next 10 years. Can't wait. Yeah. It's a good story, and Hope is now this multi-site megachurch. Why, on top of all of the things we already do, are we launching this podcast? Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's a continuation of the story, really, that we want to do whatever we possibly can to connect the life-changing gospel of Jesus Christ with people who are longing for that change, who are longing for that transformation who need to know that there is a creator of the universe who loves them and not just know it intellectually in our heads, but to experience it in our hearts, to mm-hmm. experience it in our souls, to, to let it inspire us through our hands and feet to get in, to get activated in our faith. Um, I think we're all created with certain needs. We're created with a need to be in a relationship with the one who created us. Whether we acknowledge that or not, we have that need. Mm-hmm. I think we're created to serve, not just consume. Uh, and I think there are a lot of places in this world where we are taught not always the opposite of that, but something very contrary to that, that it's all about consumption. It's all about getting more. It's all about acquiring more stuff. You don't need anything. You don't need God. As long as you have yourself, you're okay. We hear these messages in so many different ways all the time. Uh, it is my very, very strong opinion. And just based on my experience, that people need God. And when people get into that relationship with their creator, with the God who made them, it is a game changer. It changes everything. Uh, and it produ- it starts producing a joy that can't be touched. Mm. I mean, where else? We can get joy for a little while from a lot of different things. Mm-hmm. But getting a joy that can't be touched by our daily circumstances, that's only God. Mm-hmm. Uh, we can We can find love in a lot of different places, but a love that is unconditional and free and perfect only God. Uh, we can find a peace in a lot of different things for a while, for a season or two or 10, but to find a peace which is uh, never-ending and is a peace that passes all human understanding, as Scripture talks about it mm-hmm. in Philippians, only God. O- only God produces those things. And so, as the bell goes off, mm-hmm. to get to the podcast part of that question, mm-hmm. it's just another avenue. It's just another way to try to bring that good news of God's love yeah. to a world that could be incredibly blessed by connecting to it. Some people uh, will listen to a podcast to go to church. Uh, thank you, if that's you. Other people might not come to church, but they'd listen to a podcast. Mm. Uh, and so here is another opportunity for us to, to uh, share some good news mm-hmm. uh, with those folks and news that will be a game changer for them. Yeah. 
Um, you talked about the purpose of this podcast is to have heartfelt conversations about faith, daily life, and the places where Christ and culture intersect. Where is that intersection? What does that mean? Yeah, um, the intersections where Christ and culture intersect, part of it is what I just talked about. It's it's finding love and joy and peace in a source that can actually produce that. Uh, but part of it, too, is realizing that God shows up in all sorts of surprising ways and in all sorts of surprising places. God meets us at church, for sure. God meets us in worship, for sure. Uh, God meets us in prayer. Uh, and people can experience that and quite possibly have at different seasons of their life, at different points in their life. But God meets us in, I think there's this misunderstanding, right, spiritually, that in order to really experience God, I have to climb some kind of mountain. I have to, spiritual mountain, religious mountain, moral mm-hmm. mountain. I have to do a bunch of right things. There's so many books that are written, seven steps to you know finding peace or... 12 ways to, to, to get to God or, or to find a higher consciousness or, or something like that. Nothing but respect for that. that. That's fine. But ultimately, I don't put a lot of hope in that. I think Christ and culture intersect, that, that faith and daily life meet, and, and that we find God in all sorts of different places. Um, I see God uh, in beauty, and I see God in movies, and I see God in books mm-hmm. I read, and I, I see God in relationships and conversations at the mall and meeting people just as my wife and I are out for a walk and, and, and talking and bumping into people. And and you never know when God's going to show up. So those intersections, mm-hmm. it is at church. It is at worship. I don't, I don't mean to like push that away and say, oh, well, it's not at worship. It's only, it's only in these other places. But it's also not just in the extraordinary moments, right? Mm. It's not just when we're on the spiritual mountaintop. But God meets us. Christ and culture intersect. Faith and daily life connect uh, in the ordinary, in, in, mm-hmm. in the day-to-day life, mm-hmm. in, in regular things. Uh, there's, there's, a, there's a God who loves us enough that he doesn't need us to be sensationally religious in order for us to experience uh, his his blessings. Mm. He one of the great things about Christianity. And we'll talk about this in so many different ways uh, in this podcast and upcoming episodes. Is he's a God who comes to meet us? But the bell went off, so I'm going to stop. <laughs> well, Discipline, right? Yeah, that's good. Yeah, that is good. What can people who t- tune in to the podcast expect? Yeah, so we already kind of talked about the format, uh, how how we're set up, but. And you can join me in this answer of mm-hmm. the question you just asked. <laughs> yeah. So you kind of asked yourself. Uh, I think we're going to have these. My hope is we're going to have these heartfelt conversations. And one of the one of the most important things about hope is not to sound, um, you know, not to just put it in cliche terms, but we do keep it real mm-hmm. here. We're we're pretty good at that. We're not overly impressed with ourselves, mm-hmm. right? I'm sure you can think of some examples. Uh-huh. Uh, I, I think of there's just tons of stories. So the story of hope, it's like, okay, it's this church that's grown into the largest Lutheran church in America and is one of the biggest churches in the whole country. Uh, you know, and so you think from the outside in and we get these phone calls like, so tell me how you did this. Tell me how that, mm-hmm. how that happened, how that broke through. And I kind of feel like saying, well, if you only knew like, <laughs> like the whole story, our our church's history is just kind of one 
you know, I, I jokingly say this, one faux pas after another. We, we keep tripping over ourselves. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've had, we, we had so many things that we've tried that didn't work, so many ministries we started that mm-hmm. we had to stop, mm-hmm. um, so many efforts that we thought would be the bomb, and they bombed. You know, they, yeah. they just completely exploded. Um, things that we hoped would happen that didn't happen the way they did. And yet God is faithful and he just, he breaks through all of it. So what people can expect is mm-hmm. honesty, mm-hmm. heartfelt conversations. Um, and as I said before, those, those places where, where, where things intersect. And you're here too, Emily, for an important purpose because you are that voice of, of wisdom and reason. And you also bring a perspective. So you, you've spent time in seminary and classrooms and, you know, so you're theologically and academically trained and you've got a lot of experience as a leader. Mm. But you also have a real common sense wisdom that tends to ground the people around you. So That's I'm kind. I'm looking forward to that. Well, um, how does this podcast fit with our new Ten for Ten vision? You mentioned that earlier. Yeah. So the Ten for Ten vision we rolled out, as you know, as part of our 25th anniversary, uh, just a couple months ago, and uh, those ten goals for the next ten years. Uh, are all underneath the umbrella of one vision statement, which is powered by the Spirit to bring Christ to all cultures, revive the world with God's love, and make heaven more crowded. Uh, unpack that even just a little bit, and you start to realize the power of it and, and what God has in store for us in the future and how exciting that is. So this podcast fits the vision because we're trying to bring Christ to all cultures. We're, we're trying to bring the light of God's love into places that would be dark, if we didn't attempt to do things like this. There's no guarantee that this will be effective. We hope it will. We mm-hmm. pray that it will. Mm-hmm. We have a sense that God's calling it, calling us to it for a purpose. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we can't wait to see you know, what happens. But uh, whether it's this podcast or the thousands of other things that we try or will try, mm-hmm. uh, we, we will do everything we possibly can to connect God's love to people who are are dying to hear it and connect to it. Uh, so this podcast is an effort to do that. Our vision specifically, the first goal, is to broadcast the life-changing gospel of Jesus Christ to 10 million people over the next 10 years, which is ridiculously That's audacious. A lot of people. <laughs> right. I don't even know how to count that high. Uh, I grew up in Chicago, which, you know, the whole area, city and suburbs, I grew up in the city, but if you had the suburbs in it, at the time when I lived there, it was 7 million people. Now I've heard it's 8 or 9 million people. Mm. So it's like the entire Chicago area plus another million or two. <laughs> um, but we believe God has that in mind through this church and not because we're spectacular or wonderful or we do it better than anybody else. But we are willing mm-hmm. and we are committed and we are uh, hopefully humble enough uh, to set the wind or, or the the sails of this church to the wind of God's spirit, mm-hmm. and so you know through all sorts of different means, more people are worshiping with us online now than show up in person. So it isn't just drawing people to services here at Hope; it's going out there. It's you know we're during the season of Lent, we're trying to build more churches in in Western Africa. Mm-hmm. There are more people worshiping at churches that Hope has built in Western Africa than worship here at Hope in Iowa. Yeah. Uh, the tens of thousands of people are worshiping in these churches every Sunday. So it gets, it adds up pretty quick. Mm-hmm. And if it starts to multiply and we can help influence other churches, 
to help bring the gospel to 10 million people. Mm-hmm. We're excited about that. We, yeah. we, we want to see more people hear this good news. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, it is awesome. I'm excited about it. <laughs> and I'm, I'm really glad you're along for the ride. Tell, tell our uh, tuner inners today. So what, 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 when you think about this podcast, because mm-hmm. we, we have been talking about this for a long time now. Yeah. What is it that you see? What is it that would be your hope? Uh, that w- how would God use this podcast in in ways that we've already talked about, or, or maybe uh, in some other ways that we haven't? Yeah, well, I think that one of the things is that we want to be as real as possible, and so one of the things that I'm excited about is just a chance to talk with people who are both within hope or outside of hope about what God's doing uh, here and out there and uh, have real conversations about tough things and uh, real life things. I think the other thing is that all of this is about making heaven more crowded, not our church. And so while we are excited to talk about things that hope has uh, going on and ways people can get involved here, it's not about us. It really isn't. Uh, You said something profoundly important there. We would, our our passion here at Hope is to make heaven more crowded. Mm-hmm. Growing this church is not our goal. Mm-hmm. It would be easier if we didn't. Uh, it it would be easier if if we were that church of four or five hundred that I thought we were going to be mm-hmm. if things went really well when I when I was first starting twenty five years ago. That would be easier to manage. It would be uh, less stressful. Mm-hmm. Uh, it would be less eventful. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it would be uh, a lot calmer in a lot of ways. But for whatever reason, God decided to plant a big redwood out here in the middle of Des Moines, Iowa, mm-hmm. called Lutheran Church of Hope. And so th- I think the important thing is to say, well, if this is who God has made us to be, let's not pretend we're a little bonsai tree or or even a pine tree, a medium-sized mm-hmm. tree. Let's just be who we are. Let's try to be as faithful as we can possibly be. Uh, and let's not make it about us. Let's try to be as faithful as we possibly can be. Not so hope can grow is our big goal, because mm-hmm. that isn't our big goal. Mm-hmm. Like I said, it'd be easier if we didn't. But let's try to make it about Jesus Christ so that his kingdom can grow, mm-hmm. so, that, so that heaven will be more crowded because we've planted some seeds of faith that the Holy Spirit will use. And when we say make heaven more crowded, we don't mean we're going to do it you know, all by ourselves, like we have the power to do mm-hmm. that. We just want to be the farmers in the field that God uses to plant seeds, uh, that God uses to produce that harvest, that God uses to bring into heaven. I'm fond of thinking about, I mean, if we ever want to just get some alignment uh, and some vision on why we're doing this, what our hope really is, our hope is that someday when we get to heaven, somebody will be there. Even if it's just one person, it would have been worth it. Hmm. that somebody will be there who said, you know, God really used your church that you were a part of, Lutheran Church of Hope, while you were there, uh, to plant some seeds of faith in me that the Holy Spirit used to to open my heart to the salvation that God freely offers me through the death and resurrection of Jesus. And that's why I'm here. Mm-hmm. Because through Christ, I'm saved by God's grace through faith. But it was, the avenue God used to get my attention to hear that good news was a church that cared more about my salvation than it did about their membership numbers, mm-hmm. that cared more about making heaven crowded and mm-hmm. being a part of that and being faithful farmers in the field. Uh, so, you know, this year where our focus is all eyes on Jesus as a church, all of our sermons are uh, on that focus, on that topic, it really is uh, 
a good news, gospel-centered message that has the power not to just give people new life now, which is huge, which we're we're gunning for, right, in a big yeah. way. It's also to uh, just to to make the census in heaven someday different. Mm-hmm. Uh, imagine how much joy we'll have looking around, knowing that there's just even one person there. Yeah. And what if there's thousands? Or tens of thousands of people who are there Mm -hmm. because a church was faithful and because Christians were faithful to the calling that we had to share this good news of God's love. We know where the lifeboat is on Mm -hmm. on this Titanic that's going down (laughs) called life, right? Uh, And if we didn't tell people where it was, you know, where Jesus is, where you can find him, it just seems like that would be the least loving thing that anybody could possibly do. Mm -hmm. So it's not that we're better. It's not that we're trying to make people like us. We just know where the good news is. We mm-hmm. we know where salvation is. We we know where new life is. Mm-hmm. And so we want to point people to that boat. But mm-hmm. but yeah, we want to do these things um, for the sake of way longer term goals than just, oh, yeah. look how big our church is. Isn't, yeah. isn't that special? Yeah. <laughs> isn't that nice? So those are exciting things. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll be talking about that and so much more. Mm-hmm. Uh you, you mentioned the guests that we're going to have, the conversations yeah. that we're going to have. We've got w- one of the things, and I'm, I want to kind of close with this thought before we move into our last segment. One of the things that's really struck me lately, it's interesting how every season of ministry here at Hope, God keeps kind of laying new revelations and making kind of fresh insights. One of those fresh things that it's not something I didn't know before, but it's like it's renewed. As I look out at this church while I'm preaching and I realize in just really intentional kind of profound ways, every single person has a story mm-hmm. that God is writing. God, mm-hmm. God is writing a story for every single one of these people. Yeah. And so we're going to have conversations with those people yeah. and, and we're going to hear their stories and, and we want to hear from you too mm-hmm. uh, as we go because your story matters to God. And when you start letting God write it, um, that that is transformation. Mm-hmm. So we're calling this Pastor Mike Drop. Yeah, uh, we learn from each other along the way. There are Mike Drop moments that we have, um, and we'll be closing each episode with that Mike Drop moment. So mm-hmm. I'll ask you, Emily, and yeah. our guests, and uh, you can ask me too. What what was the Mike Drop moment? What was the thing that you heard that um, that that caused you to learn something new or relearn something old today? What yeah. would that be for you? Well, I had this revelation as you were describing, what if we're in heaven one day and we see somebody who heard the gospel and was there? And I thought, we're here also talking about this podcast. What if what if all we're doing with this podcast is planting seeds, but someday someone hears something that led them to learn more about Jesus and that they're in heaven? Yeah. It makes everything worth it, right? Yeah. It makes laying all this brick wall yes. that we, we put up here yes. totally worth it and putting up the Christmas lights behind yeah. you and, and all that. Yeah. It's worth trying. It is. Yes. That's that's a second mic drop moment for me right there. <laughs> it's definitely worth trying. And you said something prior to uh, earlier in our conversation here uh, about it's just such a such a simple but profoundly important phrase. It's just not about us. Mm-hmm. It really is about Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. That's why hope is happening. Yeah. The, the way it has for the last 25 years, and I cannot wait to see what happens in the next 10. Um, and I 
invite you to come on along for the ride uh, and and join us on this journey. So thank you, Emily. Yeah, thank you. For being a part of this podcast. Thanks to our uh, technical crew behind the scenes. Yes. The um, the new Pew crew, as we're <laughs> fond of calling them. Chris New, Brendan Pew. Their last names rhyme. It's great. It's a little weird, actually, but it's <laughs> but it's it's funny and it's awesome. Uh, and thank you for joining us too. We say around here, it's no accident um, that you're here at the mm-hmm. beginning of our worship service. I'd like to think that it's no accident you're tuning in. We've been praying for you, and uh, we believe God has led you here. So stick with us. Hit the subscribe button or the like button that helps us spread the word. Leave a positive comment if you would. If you think we could do something better, if you wouldn't mind, we're new at this. <laughs> Be Great. gentle and uh, and maybe send us a private message and we'll work <laughs> on it. Uh, but we appreciate your support. We appreciate your prayers. We mm-hmm. appreciate the love that you give to us as leaders Yeah, here in this church. Uh, it's an honor to work and serve mm-hmm. and do ministry alongside of you guys. So, yeah. Emily, thank you. Thanks to all of you. Thanks for tuning in. And Man, wait until you see what we got coming right around the corner, right? Pastor Mike Drop Podcast. We'll see you here uh, next time.